0: Back to Jamie All Over. Episode 20. I had a fun week. My first week officially unemployed. It was Ivy's spring break. So I took her down to Carlsbad, which is kind of halfway between San Diego and Orange County. It's right on the ocean. It's such a cute town. Great little area to walk around and go to bars and restaurants. We had gone to do the flower fields which oh my god so beautiful it's like this huge field of all of these different color they're called ranunculus it's a flower that I had never even heard of before they're beautiful they're not really scented which was a bit of a bummer because I was thinking I was going to be in this glorious flower field and like smelling all of these different flowers and I would have loved to see like roses and stuff like that but If you guys do go, just to know what you're getting into, it's a bunch of the same flower, but it's rows of different colors. So in photos, it's actually exquisite. We took a lot of photos of ivy standing in all of the different colors. And I even saw people there doing what I assume was their engagement announcement or something like that. We went on a tractor ride around the field because I think they said it was something like 50 acres. So the tractor ride was really fun. And here's a hot tip. If the wagon or the tractor pulling the wagon, if it was a car, you would be wanting to sit on the passenger side, not the driver's side. We sat on the wrong side. And the other people who were across from us had way better photo ops because they were on the side with the flowers. In addition to that, we got to walk around. We got really, really cool pictures. Just seeing like that many colors, something that I think our eyes aren't used to kind of awakens creativity in the brain. So here's another tip. If you're in a creative field and you're feeling writer's block or just feeling stifled in any way, go look at something that your eyes don't normally see or go to the flower fields because the colors were just magnificent. And that whole night after I went there, my mind was on fire with all of these creative thoughts and visions. And we stayed at a hotel right next to the flower fields called the Casara. It's a Hilton hotel. I recommend it. It wasn't a newer hotel, but it was renovated nicely, not where you feel like you're staying in an old place. I mean, the lobby was beautiful, super high ceilings. There's a bar and then you walk through and there's one of the pools that overlook the, ocean and the- the flower fields. The flowers only bloom from, I believe, March to May that's when you definitely want to go and if you are interested in staying next to it This hotel is the one to stay at good for kids too because they have two different pools So they have the adult pool, but then they also have a kid's pool Which has a splash pad and next to it was a ping pong table an arcade a basketball court a playground The playground was for kids five and under though. So ivy couldn't use it. She's eight. She loved the splash pad She loved the pool. There was a hot tub, but she didn't go in it arcade is kind of small, but you know, it's better than nothing. And then they also have a shuttle that takes you to Legoland, which is nice because parking at Legoland is $25. And Legoland was fun. It was more fun than I thought it would be. I had always kind of put off Taking her there because I thought I would hate it, and we have Disney so close by, and we were always an annual member of Disney, so that was kind of the preferred park to go to. But throughout the pandemic, Disney canceled all of their annual passes. I feel like we've done everything that we possibly could have done at Disney, so we're taking a little break from Disney. So we thought we would check out Legoland, and it was fun. But I definitely would not go back. I would not go without a kid, and it's definitely not up to Disney standards. I was noticing things, and I don't know if most people notice these things that I. I do. I'm just very meticulous about details because I've been trained to see these things in my line of work. But there were just cobwebs and there was paint that was peeling and, you know, just things that Disney would not stand for. In fact, in one of my real estate offices, they would teach us using the Disney method. Things that they do at Disney is they don't just power wash They put an orange scent in the power washing water so that it smells super clean. Actually, it might be lemon, but they just take that extra little step. It wasn't to those standards, but it was fun. It was a great day nonetheless. For the Amazon giveaway, let's announce the winner, who also happens to be listener of the week. Claudia loves music, and this is her review empowering podcast. I listen to the podcast on my way to work and I'm always excited on Monday mornings to be able to listen to a new episode. Your topics and stories are very inspirational and empowering for women. I have been unhappy in my job for the last couple years and you inspired me to apply for new jobs and now I have an interview on Friday with a new company. Thank you. Wow, I'm so excited for you and congratulations on winning the $250 Amazon gift card. I did say that I was going to kind of go through all of the items that I purchased recently on Amazon to organize my life, but I feel like that would be better for a video. And I'm going to be working on video podcasts. That will be my first video podcast and I will actually show you all of the items. I actually have a couple meetings this coming week about video content on a couple different channels, networks. Exciting things are going on, guys. Initially, this podcast was started to be a video talk show type thing. At the time, I was just so mentally drained from real estate. I did not have the bandwidth to do a podcast and video versions and I kind of just pushed forward with the podcast only with the idea of when I'm ready, when I'm feeling good, that's when we'll get into the video. On top of just not having the mental capacity to do anything additional, I wasn't really feeling my best. This was towards the end of last year. I had stopped working out for a couple months towards the end of the year. I wasn't feeling good mentally. I was upset about a couple things. And all of that kind of just contributed to me thinking that Physically, I wasn't ready to be on video, so I just didn't want to do it, and I pushed it off. If that was the only reason, I think I may have found a way to push forward and do it anyway, but like I mentioned, I also just did not have the bandwidth to do one more thing, so I think the timing is way better now, but I do think it's an interesting topic about body image and comparing ourselves to others and feeling not good enough to do something or not worthy of doing something yet. Whenever I do Ask Me things, I receive so many questions about body confidence versus self-confidence and comparing yourself to others and social media and all of that. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. I think it's a really interesting subject. So let's get right into it. First of all, I think a distinction needs to be made between body confidence, and self-confidence. I think self-confidence is gained in different ways than body confidence. And this is the first time I'm working this thought out, so bear with me. And I may change my opinion. It's my belief that self-confidence comes from taking risks, and doing things, and pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, and seeing that you were able to do it, or that you were brave enough to try, whether you achieved something or not, just the act of trying and pushing yourself. Every time we do that, we expand our comfort zone, we grow more confident. For example, the first time I had to speak in front of a good amount of people, I'm gonna say it was my dad's funeral. I just did it, And the way I was pushed to do it was because it wasn't for me. I was honoring him, a person so important to me. My fears of getting up there and being completely open and emotional in front of people, it didn't really matter at that time. All that mattered was just doing it. And so I got up there and I did it. And from doing that, I now can speak in front of people and I can think back to that moment and think, hey, if you were able to get up there and be composed and say everything you wanted to say the way that you wanted to say it during the hardest moment of your life, then you can go speak in front of anyone. Previously, I had started my personal training business. I was mostly doing one-on-ones, but I decided to do a very large boot camp style workout. I was like, this is gonna be way more efficient. I can train 30 women in one hour. Wow. (laughs) The women I was training were... From Franklin Lakes, New Jersey. A lot of them were my clients, but a lot of them also brought in new people. So I would say about half of them I had never worked with or never knew before. And I had never trained a group class like that before. And I remember driving to the first session and I just pumped All American Rejects. I think it was the, yeah, it was the Move Along CD that was out at the time. I remember pumping that on my way and I was just singing as loud as I possibly could. I pumped myself up and I did it. Long story short, I think self-confidence just comes from doing things you've never done before and seeing that, hey, that wasn't so bad. I could do it. I think body confidence is a whole other beast, and I don't think there is as easy of a solution or tips for that, for women at least, as there is for self-confidence. And a lot more focus is put on having self-confidence and how do you walk into a room? How do you own a room? How do you fake it till you make it? All of that is about self-confidence. Body confidence is not talked about as much, I don't think. But it's so prevalent right now more than any other time in history because of social media. And what are we doing? We're scrolling. We're seeing all of these perfect bodies, all these perfect filtered faces. We are comparing. And I don't think our brains have developed to even be supposed to seeing this many people or having the access to compare ourselves to this many people. So someone said, how do I stop comparing myself to others? Should I just get rid of social media? Definitely taking a break or using social media less, I 100% recommend to anyone. Try to get that screen time down because we do know that it's addictive. We do know that scrolling causes a rush of that happy chemical combination, the serotonin, the dopamine. You get that rush, but then you crash and there's that addiction. But we're not supposed to be getting those hormones from social media. What's even more dangerous than the addiction aspect of it is the comparison aspect, I think. It's causing so much depression, especially in young girls. Suicide rates are up. I definitely attribute it to that this was pre-pandemic so taking that out of the mix altogether it was just the prevalence of social media so if you're in a position to be able to delete it altogether, try it or try a break but i don't think that is totally the answer we're still comparing ourselves we're going to do it on tv we're going to do it out in real life when we're at the gym it's still going to happen so let's figure out a way to deal with it regardless of social media What do we do? One thing to keep in mind is... Comparison is the thief of joy. Keep that mantra going in your head every time you go down this path. Now, second of all, be gentle with yourself and understand that there's a biological reason why we're prone to comparing ourselves to others. Our brain uses comparison to figure out how we measure up to other people. And a professor of organizational behavior said that it's one of the most basic ways we develop an understanding of who we are, what we're good at, and what we're not good at. here's the problem though we can't compare ourselves to other people's highlight reels because that's fake we are wired for connection and belonging but if we're constantly comparing ourselves to others we're putting our happiness confidence and mental health at risk and that's what's happening on social media and then what happens is we get the negative and the anxious thoughts we might ruminate we feel isolated we get higher anxiety and depression even just kind of us talking this out right now and having the conversation, I think is a positive thing and just kind of working it out in all of our minds, figuring how do we approach this in a way that isn't black and white, isn't one or the other. Good things can still come from comparison. I think I did say this in my friendships episode about if you're comparing, let's say your career to someone else who is in your line of work, who might be Higher up on the totem pole than you, and you're comparing, and you feel bad because that's where you want to be. There's a lot of valuable information there. The trick is extracting that information and knowing ourselves and being self aware and being like, why do I feel bad that this person is higher up than I am? Or why am I coveting something that someone else has? It's a key to showing you. What's important to you and what you want and something that you can work to achieve. And that's a great thing. Anytime we have answers to things that we want or things that will make us happy or that we think will make us happy and we need to try it out, that's an amazing gift. So extrapolate the good parts of that comparison scenario and say, this is my new goal. Clearly, I want this and this is what I'm going to work on to achieve. That is the healthy path. And if we want to take it into a social media realm, looking at a girl who has a perfect body, whether it's photoshopped or facetuned or whatever or not, looking at those abs or looking at those skinny arms or that big butt or whatever it is that they have that you don't or that you want, you can get some insight out of that because there is a balance between achieving, striving for more, becoming healthier versus just comparison and hating yourself because you don't have that or you might not ever have it. Then there's that whole other aspect of acceptance of the things that you'll never have. But yeah, if I see someone with a kick-ass body, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to use that as motivation for my workout today. I'm not going to say I hate myself because I'll never look like that. So we need to be able to know what can we achieve. These particular bodies that I think are impressive or girls who have worked out and I can use that as a source of inspiration – I can even go to them and ask them. Even if you don't know them in real life, you can DM them and say like, hey, can you give me some tips? I would love to have a similar physique as you. I don't think there's anything wrong with any of that and aspiring for more. But I just think that it's scary when we get into the territory of thinking we're so much worse or we're so much more unworthy than someone else. There's a balance to everything. And I know I say this a lot, but practicing gratitude will change everything So if you are in a moment where you're comparing yourself and it is going in that unhealthy, toxic direction where it's making you feel bad about yourself rather than inspiring you, take out your phone, open up the notes section. I want you to write things that you're grateful for. Your health, where you live. You have a roof over your head. You have a bed to sleep in. Your family who loves you. Your friends. You have food to eat. Sometimes I've even listed things that might sound superficial like my car. I'm grateful for my car. You know why? Because I worked hard for it. It's one that I've always wanted. I got it myself. I own it. And it takes me and my daughter to places we need to go to. So it can be something silly like that, or it can be something deeper, but just list the things that you're grateful for. Just do three things. Anytime you're in that comparison cycle, just open the app and write three things that you're grateful for, it'll completely change your mindset. And it does things that we're not even aware of. If you're like me and you believe in vibrations and we all operate on a certain level of vibration, you can only bring things or attract things that are on the same vibrational scale as you are. So if you're, and I know we've talked about this before, but if you're down in that those lower sections, jealousy, envy, all of those lower feelings, that's all you're going to be attracting. The highest, highest vibration is gratitude. So this is a hack that you can immediately do, and it's going to elevate your vibration. And the longer you can sustain that, the more higher level vibrations you can bring into your life. People, love, happiness, joy, things that you want to manifest. That's where you need to be in order to be able to do that. And then also being in that state of gratitude leads to feeling content, which will in turn not let you spiral as easily to feeling that comparison, guilt, envy, shame, all of that. And I think being happy and content where you are is another key to being able to go further and achieve more. If you can say, I love my body, no matter where you are on your fitness journey or If you're five or 10 pounds over what you want to be or under what you want to be or more than that, no matter where you are, the only way that you're going to even be able to achieve those goals that you might have for yourself is to be content with where you are at the moment and loving yourself at the moment. Because if you're feeling hatred, and I hate this about myself, and I hate that about myself, subconsciously, we make wrong choices. We make harmful decisions. So let's all, as a group... Try to say, I love my body, no matter where you are right now. And I know how hard that is to say for a lot of us, but just say it. Even if you're not feeling it, just say it. We can't base all of our happiness on what we plan to achieve tomorrow. We have to be happy in the moment. And I saw a mom once post something really poignant, which was she spent so many years not swimming with her children because she didn't want to get in a bathing suit. When the fact of the matter is she lost all of that time swimming with her kids. Her kids don't care what she looks like in a bathing suit. The most important thing is the memory that you're going to give your children and yourself to be able to go in a pool and have fun on vacation or in your backyard or wherever it is with your kids. If you're a mom and you're in that same boat, I want you to do it. Do it for them. Do it for your memories. Do it for the experience and stop putting it off until you're in the perfect shape. And you know, I know we always focus on the things we want to fix. And in that moment, you can redirect your thoughts and pull out that handy notes app and focus on the three things that you love about yourself. I know you can find three things and it can be physical, it can be personality, it can be whatever. So I have green eyes and green eyes are really rare and I think they're really pretty. So something I can write down is I love my green eyes. And I won't sit here and list all of my loves about myself, but just giving you an example. I would love for you, the next time you're focusing on the things that you want to change about yourself, redirect those thoughts to the things you love about yourself. Another helpful tip is to celebrate others and be happy for others rather than just comparing ourselves to them. Let's celebrate that other people are doing things, not just physical a job, promotion, starting a new business, starting a new venture, picking up a new hobby, whatever it is, let's be as happy as we can be for those other people. We will never lose just because someone else is winning. And if you find yourself around people who, when it's flip-flopped, who can't be happy for you or celebrate in your successes, just know, rather than feeling bad, just know that if they can't or if they don't, It means they're not happy or they're not as successful as you are. Same thing goes for trolls. No one happier than you, no one more successful than you is going to try to bring you down. So if you see that happening to you, it helps you give them a little bit more empathy and it helps release your feelings of nobody cares about me. No one can be happy for me. The self-pity. We don't need to do any of that. New perspectives. Now, I think there's two sides of the coin to all of this. There's the others slash comparison aspect, and then there's this self aspect, which I want to get into now. I've gotten questions like, how do I stop reaching for perfection? How do I love myself? How do I accept my body? Is it okay to not fully love myself? Do I have to like my body in order to accept it? How do I know what to improve versus what to accept? Which is a great question because there is a balance between being healthy versus accepting. How do I fight harsh thoughts about myself? I'm going to try to answer these the best that I can. One technique that I have found very useful is figuring out where do these harsh thoughts even come from? Chances are it wasn't you. Chances are you were a kid. Someone said something hurtful to you, whether it was a bully on the playground, a parent saying something that they didn't really think through or out of anger or just not knowing any better, you were damaged by someone or something or an ex-partner, whatever, whoever it may be, a teacher even. There's so many times in our lives I think we can just go back and we can replay all of those things that were said to us. You know them. I know them for myself. I want you to practice something and I want you to imagine yourself going back to that time in your life. Say you were nine years old and your teacher made a comment that you're not smart, or a classmate that you had a crush on rejected you, or you heard your best friend talking about you behind your back, or your parents made a stupid comment that stuck with you for the rest of your life. Go back to those moments individually, that child is standing in front of you, and you are now your current adult self. And I want you to hug her or him at that age and give them the love and the understanding that they needed in that moment that they didn't get. Give it to them. You can do that. I'm not going to get all quantum physics on you, but time is not linear. And there's a chance that that is currently happening as your present is currently happening. This is a whole other episode (laughs) and we don't need to get into that. And if you don't believe in that, then that's fine too. I know that I don't know the answer to that. So I'm not saying I believe in it or not believe in it, but I know it's possible. And so I want you to believe that you can actually, in your mind at least, go back to that person at that age and you can heal them. You can give them that love. Give them that healing energy. Imagine white healing energy coming from you, going to them. And I want you to go through every moment in your life that you needed that and that's going to make a big difference difference. It's not going to be like you're snapping your fingers and all of a sudden you're better. It's just a very small tool in a toolbox of many things that you can do. And this is a start. So moving on, how do you accept your body and is it okay to not fully accept it? Yeah, I think that's the balance that I spoke about earlier, which is realizing, is there things that you want to improve that you can improve that would help your health? Cool. Focus on being healthier and how much It's going to improve your quality of life, but still accept where you are and don't hate yourself for where you are. How do you know what to improve versus what to accept? Well, I think that can be determined by saying, what is going to improve my quality of life? It's knowing yourself. It's knowing what you like. It's knowing why you want it. What are the reasons? Back in personal training, we learned that there's intrinsic and extrinsic reasons for losing weight. And all the people that would come in and be like, oh, I have a wedding to go to in a couple months and that's why I want to lose 10 pounds. That's an extrinsic reason. And we always knew that those would never last. They might lose the weight, but they might gain it back. The ones that had the intrinsic reasons. And if they didn't, we wanted to help them find it because we all can have them. So if you don't know your intrinsic reason, which could be to be healthier, improve your quality of life. If you're sick, it can help. Heal you, it can help your condition, whatever it is. Or you want to be able to run around with your kids, you want to be able to pick up your kids, you want to be able to not be fatigued to complete tasks. Those are all intrinsic reasons, and those are great reasons for getting healthier. But if I look at my ex's new girlfriend and she has a feature that I don't have, me going out to get plastic surgery to get that feature, that's where you should know like, draw the line. No, that's not for you, you're doing that for someone else for a terrible reason. (laughs) However, if you have a body part that can be altered with cosmetic or plastic surgery, it's something you've been thinking about for a long time and it's going to improve how you feel about yourself and you're healthy enough to undergo that surgery, you have the means to do it, then do it if you want to do it. But do it for you, not for anyone else. Someone said, do body positivity posts accomplish anything? I think they do and I think they don't. It depends on who's doing it and what their reasons are. I think a lot of it is to just appear relatable and to kind of prey on that. I think we all know the difference. I think we get a sense of who is sincere and who isn't and I trust your gut. I trust you guys to know the difference between the two, but the ones who really are being raw and opening up and letting you in in an effort to let you know that you're not alone, I love that. I love when people can do that. We're not alone. We're all connected, and this whole thing with comparing makes us feel so separate when the human condition needs to feel connected. Social media is definitely a false sense of connection in a lot of ways, but in other ways, I can't fully hate it because it allows me to connect, to truly connect with friends that I've made from all over the world who I wouldn't be able to know or talk to if social media did not exist. So I don't hate it 100%. And I think we can have that relationship with it. We can appreciate it for the good aspects, but be aware of all of the toxic and unhealthy things about it. And I think just being aware, if we take anything from this entire episode, being aware of all of these things and rather than suppressing it or pretending they're not existing or not thinking about our thoughts, (laughs) isn't serving us. And then the funny thing about thoughts is that where are they coming from? Are our thoughts who we are? Is our conscious thinking these things? Or is it our ego? Is it a voice that we're supposed to ignore? I think there's both. I think there's that gut intuition we should never ignore. That's more of a feeling and a knowing, a universal knowledge if you will that we all have and then I do think there's that imp of the mind and that ego and just because they're saying those things and we have those thoughts doesn't make them true and I think observing it all is what we need to do we need to be the observer we need to understand the difference between the consciousness and observing them than actually being or believing those thoughts and I'm going to leave you with that. And I think this is a conversation that we're just starting. I certainly don't think I've given all the answers. I certainly don't think I have all the answers. I kind of want to hold your hand through this. Let's figure it out together. And I'm happy that we're thinking about it and talking about it. And I'm excited to see where this conversation goes and how it helps us all understand ourselves better. Hope you have an amazing week. Thanks for being here. Bye, guys. I wish I could
1: tie you up in my shoe. I was told I was beautiful, but what does that mean to you? Look into the mirror who's inside there, the one with the long hair, same on me again today. She knows that this is so